Hello, in this week's episode we talk about Forest Green Rovers and what happens if you find oil underneath the ground, some love for the Balti Pie, ethics in football and, I don't know, lots of other random crap. Hope you enjoy it. I saw Bolton though, they won 1-0 didn't they away at Forest Green? Yeah. They're my new yeah. favourite League oh. Two team now. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. unhappy Forest about Green that. or Bolton? For, uh, Forest Green. It's never going to be Bolton, is it? <laughs> Bolton. Uh, he likes them because I told him how what a shit team they are. Who? Absolute Forest Green Rovers. No, they're good. There was a good. Uh, the recent Guardian podcast was all about like you know um, green issues in football, and the cha- chairman of Forest Green was on it. It was actually very interesting about the carbon footprint, for example, of uh, a Ooh. home game, and what the problems are. And the problems all uh, travel. It's all be- it's all really fans going to and from games and things like that. So you think with the current situation where yeah. the Premier League don't care if fans are in the ground anymore. Now now fans are a major inconvenience, you know, rather than Wait, essential. They're quite lucky because they haven't got any fans. Who? Forest Green? Yeah. We've got about 3,000. The, the, the mighty Forest Green in Gloucestershire in some village that I've never heard of. They're going to become. They're going to become the Sam Pauli of um, of, of uh, green <laughs> issues. Aren't they, they will do. Yeah. I, mean, I saw. I see. Jilly Cooper is a fan. Mm. So they'll all come be, out of the woodwork, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They have, um, so, but I can be. I was in there first. I I got in there before that it was cool. You okay. Are first. you a shareholder? I don't think I can buy shares. Not if I'm. I'm not a millionaire. If I could buy some shares, I would. Like, who is it? Hector, Hector Bellerin? Hector Bellerin's involved, yeah. yeah. And um, on a, they're officially, FIFA have officially called them the uh, world's only uh, carbon-neutral f- football club professional. Well, if, you, if you've got FIFA's approval. I know, FIFA's approval. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> it probably means they've, 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 they've put grounds built on an oil well. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's I mean that's kind of I actually wanted to talk about. Uh, have you guys been reading more shenanigans about the Qatar, Qatar 2022 World Cup? I know that Ireland have, have successfully protested by deciding not to take part. By losing at <laughs> home to Luxembourg. <laughs> well, is it the, uh, it's the, ta- the tax haven derby? <laughs> Luxembourg Island. <laughs> the corporate friends derby, yeah. 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 They've got Amazon, they've probably got a nine of a nine square foot office in Dublin and a nine square foot office yeah. in Luxembourg for the yeah. European tax purposes. <laughs> how many how much tax did you pay last year, Amazon? Seventeen chocolate buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in return the Irish government gave us several billion mm. euros for bringing twenty jobs to Dublin. Well the the the, the first fair play to Norway, because um, they were the first international team to actually take a stance collectively, weren't they? And then Germany yeah. followed suit. But this this actually followed on from Germ- uh, from uh, Norwegian clubs, some of the top Norwegian clubs. Um, I think uh, Tromsø, uh, yeah. um, uh, one or two other of the, of the, the top Norwegian clubs, have actually been officially calling for a boycott of the of the World Cup. Cup. Yeah, I'd love it if so England that, boycotted. That, yeah, yeah. That that fed into the the Norwegian team wearing those t-shirts. Okay. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I heard about that. Yeah. What was on the t-shirt? Um, human rights internally and externally. Okay. Something okay. like that. Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, it's pretty unmistakable what they were trying to mm. say. 
Um, and then once they'd done that, then the German team lined up with it. Yeah. But it takes it takes some some nuts to be the first to do it. I think. Yeah. But they, if didn't the, know, <clears throat> they didn't know if UEFA were go, if uh, FIFA were going to respond by punishing them. But so, I think it's it's another. I think it happens in a lot of walks of life. It, it's the it's the teams that have the power. All they need to do is turn around and say. If nobody gives two shits, probably, unfortunately, if Norway don't. But if Germany, Spain, England, yeah. Italy say, we're not doing it, then yeah. they'll they'll have to change. They'll have to do something. But, but I mean, money. What you, what you tend to hear, I, I, I have some sympathy for this for you. Um, you know, if you're, if you're Southgate and the, the Danish manager is basically saying the same thing, he's a pretty smart guy, the Danish manager. And um, he's saying, you know, it... it we understand all the all the issues to do with human rights, but it's not for players ultimately to decide this. Mm. These these are not decisions that players should be forced to make. And I kind of do understand his point of view, but I also see your point of view that that um, unless the players do make a stance, because they're yeah. the only ones that really count, yeah. nothing will ever actually change. At some point, someone's got to make a stand, and That's it seems yeah. in this whole scenario the only ones that do have the power are the the teams be it the it's because it's because the people who should be in inverted commas making the decision and not making yeah. the decision no, no. that's why it well they're making decisions but the decision based yeah. purely on greed yeah whatever you want to say about it's just the amount of human life that's been lost is just unacceptable i suppose in a major construction program accidents do happen regardless of which well, country it's, it's going on in but this on, is just um, somebody on Norwegian TV was making that case, saying, "Well, actually, if you look at it, the number of deaths that can be directly attributed to building stadia is quite small, and it's what you what actually happened mm. in Brazil and in other countries. But there's all these other things that yeah. are happening that they weren't using. You might get work workplace injuries, yeah. workplace deaths, but they're essentially using slaves. Well, yeah. in workers." Yeah. What's that word? The indentured labour, isn't it? Indentured labour. <clears throat> yeah. I also think, Stephen, that um, anybody who's making that claim that the the number of deaths are proportionate to what you'd expect within a project of that size are being very selective in their use of figures because the because yes. the uh, the government. Uh, uh, is only acknowledging a very small percentage of people mm-hmm. who are dying. So, you know, a 24-year-old guy from Nepal dies on the building site, and they say, oh, it's natural causes. Yeah. So but, they're not actually died, acknowledging um, that these are industrial... But the, also the death. natural causes, uh, I think, a number of heat stroke um, exactly, incidents. Yeah. Is that natural causes or is that lack of provision? I mean, these guys are working yeah. in, what, 50-plus degree temperatures? Yeah. Yeah. And... There needs to be adequate provision for these guys. So I wouldn't say that seems to me a death from negligence rather than There's a lot that seemed to be an industrial accident. Yeah. yeah. Bad bad conditions, even in living conditions, people yeah. being like carbon monoxide poisoning yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And if your immune system's yeah. down, uh, you're sick because of the heat, then yeah. yeah, maybe you're not fully focused and working with uh, on a massive construction site, I imagine it's pretty dangerous if you're not 100% with it. Mm. And there's a duty of care there. There's, you know, there's... I'm going off on a, on a bit of a tangent here, but I think it's related. Um, sometimes football does my head in with its um, its sentimentality. Mm. So 
Okay, it it is very sad when former top players die. You know, and we're we're now of an age when players who were very famous when we were young mm-hmm. are now starting to die. You know, as a as a Bolton fan, mm-hmm. uh, it takes me back to the the Frank Worthington goal yeah. that he scored against Terry Butcher's uh, Ipswich, and you're very sad about this, and 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 several others who've died in in recent weeks and months. But I do think there's something a little bit maudlin about it. These guys have generally had good, exciting lives, and it's good to celebrate them. But there's a minute's silence before every Premier League game, it Mm. seems to be now. And it, it... it does demonstrate the massive difference in the way we perceive deaths. Here, here are professional footballers who've had a really good life, ent- entertained us, yeah. yeah, brilliant. Everybody goes in silence and says, oh, you know, we pass our sympathies into the family. But 5,400 people die in the Middle East building the stadiums that we're going to watch the football in. And basically nobody really gives a nobody shit. Cares, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then where do you draw the line on the footballers they give... Uh... A minute silence or applause to, is it? Does it come yeah. to point? He, he came on as a sub in in nineteen sixty two. I know yeah. it's it's a bit of a cheap point. I mean, but yeah, it's all very yeah, maudlin's the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then thousands of people are dying in miserable uh, conditions akin to slavery, and, and frankly, uh, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. But if you if you read the the football comments and see below the line, whenever whenever a, a, any article is about Manchester City, yeah. you'll get somebody saying, "Oh yeah, built on slave labour yeah. and uh, where they get the money from." But they get loads and loads of comments from people just saying, "Oh yeah, all top teams are built on this kind of money." Oh, boring, yawn, 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 as if none of that actually matters because. The, because the success of your team is much more important than anything to than do anything, with human yeah, rights. Yeah. I'm afraid that has become the standard attitude among football fans. It's understandable yeah. to yeah. a point, though. If you're a fan, though, of one of these teams that gets taken over, you've got a massive... I think if you're a non-football fan, I think it might be quite hard for people to understand. It's like, you know, it's like, fuck, what do I do now? It's your family. You're, yeah, really. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, my yeah. family's become a, a... A loved family member's become a child murderer. Fuck. I'm not going <laughs> yeah. You've got to disown them. But, I mean, a, a football team isn't that important. But Well, maybe you don't more. disown them. I don't know. If, if, do you, you offer support and whatever mm. you can, I suppose. But if I'm talking about family member being a yeah, child murderer. Like a child murderer. But what do you do? Some, I don't yeah. know. I've often thought if, if that happened at Preston, and we've talked about this before, yeah. then there'd be no longer the team I support. So I feel allowed to walk away. Maybe I don't know. Well, Maybe okay. I won't do that. Here's a question: Who would you support? Because I had this. I had this about <laughs> God. When was the second administration at Bradford City? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> two thousand and two, something like that. Now a bit more, two thousand four maybe. And it, there was there was it was very close, like like days before they were potentially going to be liquidated. Right. And I I seriously started thinking, what team am I going to support? Yeah. And I ended up choosing Scunthorpe because they had four. They, at that that moment, they had four ex preferences. Was it Peter Beagrew was at Scunthorpe at the time? Peter Beagrew was there, Nigel Pepper, uh, Steve Torpy, and somebody else. Legends of the game. Steve <laughs> no, Torpy. Exactly. You know, when, when, Nigel, when Nigel Pepper kicks the bucket, will there be a minute's silence? All I was just thinking, yeah. There will be a minute. I was just Nigel thinking Pepper that. Is one of the. Or will everyone creative. have a balty pie? 
at Bradford. A multi-pie celebration. That would be better. I'd rather someone in when I cark it. If I cark it, I know. If if I snuffed it and then that, I don't think anyone's gonna have a minute silence. But if I somehow got into a position where it would be considered, I'd be like, fuck that. Have a beer or a pie celebration. Don't be miserable about it. You don't, you don't think this podcast should have a minute's silence for you? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think that's what, what a sign would... of a real football fan, if I can add to your point, Stephen, that yeah. part of being a real football fan is having to consider who who you will support if your team goes bust. Well, what <laughs> criteria would you use? Because I, I wouldn't support a big team. But I don't know how I don't know how how big I would be would I I would allow myself to go. Well, I had some trouble with this because I remember when we're like it was North End were on the verge of going bust in about 1992, and I had a soft spot for Manchester City, but that Ooh. was kind of they were the perennial also rans and you know, yeah. you know this kind of hard put upon other side of a bit grittier. If you went to Main Road, Ooh. it was a bit it had a bit more edge to it, and I quite liked it. But then now. I think that was true for a lot of people. Mm. I, th- I think a lot of people mm. from the northwest sort of had City as their yeah. as their second team. I I kind of did. I was always quite sympathetic to them just because of their hopelessness. Yeah. You know, it was a big big club that was totally hopeless. Yeah. And you couldn't support uh, anyone yeah, they, near you, could you? Like, you, I couldn't say, for example, to support Blackburn Rovers. That for me would be just. Pfft. Yeah, there'd have to be a safe rivalry. distance, if you know what I mean. Mm. You yeah. couldn't support like Scunthorpe to Bradford. I don't know who would you support, Dale? Did it cross your mind? <clears throat> I always had the second club in, in Macclesfield anyway. Yeah, yeah. You go back to Macclesfield. Who <clears throat> so have gone bust. So now I should find another one to replace my second team, I suppose. Uh, but no, actually, it, it's, it is really difficult because you, you do think about these things. And, um, you know, when Bolton were owned by that really dodgy character, I've forgotten even what his name is now, um, that's basically bankrupted the club. Is he the English um, guy? He was English, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's just one of those, you know, buy everything for a quid and, and try and make millions out of it anyway. Um, but I, I, just, I just can't conceive of a situation in which I, could, I would really support any other club. And Bolton. I, I just can't get yeah. my head around the idea of it. Your yeah, heart wouldn't really? be in it, would it? Really? No. You might say you watched it, no. it, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't follow the result as keenly as you do your own team. No, no way, no way. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's like you were saying about Forest Green. I, I, I've got lots of sympathy for them, and, and yeah, I hope that they, it's a successful model because I think it matters and it's yeah. important. Um, but you know, they were playing Bolton yesterday. There was no part of me, no molecule <laughs> wanting them to win that game. <laughs> Not true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you'd definitely be a you'd definitely be a fair weather fan. You might have a soft spot for mm. them. You might look out yeah. for them, but it, in the end, it wouldn't matter. Like when when I first came to Munich, I I went to watch Unter Hacking. Yeah, there, they're, they're even worse than eighteen sixty. Yeah, was which is saying something. The time saying something, and um. I, I went to watch every home game the first couple of seasons, and I, I really had a soft spot for them. But then they got relegated, and I didn't actually care. I know it was just it's like, all oh, right, same. I'll go to some, you know, we got to be third. They were in the second at the time, so got to watch third league match matches. But it didn't it didn't hurt mm. me that they'd got relegated, even though they. Well, were it's relegated. interesting, isn't it? Because because all all three of us have uh, clearly moved away from our our roots. Yeah. And I, I've, I've lived in uh, away from Macclesfield for donkey's years and lived in quite a lot of towns and cities around around Britain. 
And I've always seen an interest in the local team. So when Maxwell was there, I was a regular at Oxford United and, and really enjoyed it and, and sort of, um, you know, sort of supported them in the sense that this was the team I was going to see every week. When I lived in Preston, I'd come, I'd come to North End yeah. quite a lot and supported them. Um in insofar as this is my local team and local people I know support yeah. them. But when I move away, oh, I'm, I, don't, I don't really give a shit about Oxford anymore. I'm not really <laughs> that arsed about Preston, <laughs> uh, apart from the fact that Daniel <clears throat> is a Preston yeah. fan. But, you know, you, you don't have that inbuilt connection. Yeah. It's not in, of it's course. Not in your soul, yeah. like, like the club you support. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It'll never change. I, I wonder if, it, if they did go bust. I'd probably just... A, no, a local non-league club. I'll probably yeah. flit about local non-league clubs with an interest in, in football and live games, but yeah. Right now it'd be hard anyway because you're not you're not in the area. So mm. I mean who yeah. why why would why would I suddenly start sporting Geisley or something? I mean yeah. <laughs> I can't watch any of the games online. Yeah, true. Look true. At yeah. Some Twitter mm. hashtag and then that'd be it. Reports, but yeah. I don't even know if you can get highlights on YouTube, you probably can. You can like everything now because digital cameras. Um, the lowest low game you can imagine seems to have YouTube highlights, even if it's some poor bastard with his mobile phone, you know, uh, recording. Well, actually, the, the lower down the leagues you go, the lower down the pyramid you go, the easier it is to see full games, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I, I think um, it was the uh, was he who was it? it? Was international Welsh international? I think. The other day, who um, a, a, a black guy who, to be honest, I'd never heard of, um, who was playing for Wales and was abused online after the Belgium game, uh, received a lot of racial abuse. Oh, I didn't hear anything about and, this. Uh, he, he made a very good point, um, saying, "Oh yeah, these guys can get away with this. They can they can say whatever they like. But if I try to put any highlights from the game on on the social media platform, <laughs> that's that's removed instantly." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A really good point. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, that again, that tells you where FIFA and UEFA's priorities are. With yeah, Bentner yeah. getting fined fifty thousand. It's not even it's it's algorithms they've built that can detect these things. Yeah. Mm. If they wanted to, they could of build. They can. You, yeah. you can get, you can get sentiment. Uh, analysis on certain things we get offered it at work all the time uh, where it will go through social media and look for your brand and it will tell you what sentiment people yeah. are giving based on keywords it's bullshit that, that they can't do it they come on do that instantaneously yeah. they flag it for someone yeah. to check yeah and someone's yeah. checking 2000 rather than 2 million of course they could it's a nonsense yeah. that they can't do it I, I, like you say anything that breaches copyright especially for football kaboom yeah. you can count seconds before they'll remove it and um, well, it's quite it's quite interesting isn't it you know every every week on um, on the guardian you get the, the sort of youtube's highlights which I, I actually quite enjoy you know the roundup of the of the sporting of sporting things they've found on mm -hmm. on youtube and it's not just football it's all kinds of things but half the time as soon that that will go up on a on a Wednesday or whatever whatever day it is it goes up on the Guardian website, you you go and check those out a couple of hours later, and most of the things to do with top level football they've been removed almost as soon as they've gone to the Guardian's website. Yeah. FIFA have got um, a, a claim on this site, so as soon as the Guardian puts it on, obviously yeah. thousands of people want to see that clip, 
and and it's gone Fine. instantly. I mean, in theory, yeah. you can because um, I put some YouTube videos up when I was working, like producing uh, uh, videos and content for this cafe here in Munich, and um, you put some up, and they'll just slap a copyright claim on it by default. Yeah. In theory, yeah. you can appeal this, but when you fi- this wasn't FIFA, this was something political, but they've got millions backing them up and lawyers whose fees you can't yeah. even dream of. And what am I supposed yeah. to do? And they can just yeah. put a blanket lock. And like I said, they've got al- algorithms. They're not even looking out for sounds. They're looking the way certain things are edited. So a lot of a lot of ways um, people get around the... Sometimes if you watch old highlights, you'll find the something isn't right. Or as I can say, yeah. you feel something isn't right. And what the people do is they re-edit it. Okay. Chop it up. And then that's the one way they'll try and... Um, get around the yeah. algorithm or for example the screen yeah. that you see the, uh, an old tv show will only fill up a third or or uh, yeah, I've seen in the that. top yeah. corner yeah. or the bottom corner right and that's really another way to try and get around it <laughs> yeah it's yeah. rubbish i've tried watching oh you old british that comes on that yeah yeah, yeah. the benny hill show you do, a, you do, do a lego reconstruction <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those they're pretty good actually they reconstruct they goals really and things lego yeah they're yeah, quite cool. God, the patience it must take to mm. actually do that. Oh, I couldn't do that. Later. I'd go insane. But YouTube is like, fantastic. You know, bitching more about modern technology, but Twitter's a cesspool of nastiness. But um, it, yeah, you, it YouTube's is. good. There's not much redeeming features about Twitter. It's I horrible. I found it really good once, um, and actually not for not for very good reasons, and probably not even, it probably wasn't even trustworthy sources. But do you remember there was a terror or a, a, a supposed terror attack in Munich? Yeah, I was ago. locked in a theatre. And they locked, they, yeah. down, they yeah. locked down the centre of Munich. People yeah. couldn't go out. You know, they basically cleared the streets. And um, I was trying to get information about how to get home, basically, right. on public transport. I managed to get out just before. Um, then it was useful because mm. it was real-time, up-to-date info. But only useful but you if you followed the official... The official, because yeah, uh, I was following the same thing, here, and sorry. then rumor there was like you think yeah. a thousand people have been killed across the city, yeah. and the truth is it was some deranged kid that it wasn't sure. a planned terror attack. It was just some McDonald's deranged kid who went mental yeah. at McDonald's. But yeah, yeah, if you follow the official sources, then yes. But yeah. even then, what is that? Once every once a, a lifetime, <clears throat> instant information from a trusted source. It could be very mm. very useful. But, but that's a tiny fraction well, of what it's like. Yeah. It's just used as a sad people who, yeah, they just want to vent and they say obscene things that they would never dream of saying to someone's face. So yeah, old adage, isn't it? If you get, if you want to say it to someone's face, don't don't type it out on mm. Twitter. Mm. Right, I, I don't know how I don't know how footballers can can manage with it because I I'm the type that would be looking to see what people are saying. I think about you've me, got even to not I know. Look. You've got but to not I, look. I don't think I'd be able to stop myself. But you'd go and insane, you'd surely. Oh. You'd just go mental. Did yeah. you see that clip with Eric Dyer? Did you see that? Um, at yeah, Tottenham? when he climbed in the, in the stand. Yeah, there was someone giving yeah. him shit, and he started giving Eric Dyer's brother shit. And yeah. he's, he's, you know, this he's, he's on the pitch, and this fan's in the stand. Mm. And then Dyer just, like, jumps over and starts leaping over the rows of seats to get to him. There's one thing a footballer, distant on a pitch, there's the one, this massive yeah. six foot three athlete coming yeah. right yeah. at you and he's not happy 
That guy shit his pants and ran. And you don't you don't think of Dyer as the most as the most flexible of uh, footballers. You get the feeling if he's angry, he was he was hurdling. Oh yeah, that guy was that guy. (laughs) He got out of there. And yeah. and I think ninety nine percent of people would have been very sympathetic to Dyer in that case. They would have been yeah, he yeah, got he probably. got what he deserved. Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was well, funny I mean, though I, seeing if shit his pants were off. So, I mean, speaking of which, you know, you got the you got the legendary uh, Cantona mm. example at Crystal Palace, mm. and in in some ways that was evidence of just how everything to do with Cantona was like um, it it turned to gold in some yeah, way. Yeah. Because because that one, it, it, the, the whole story, the whole um, way that the story was told, just just evolved in such a way that Cantona was like the good guy in the yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like whatever you think of uh, the, the guy who was doing the chanting was obviously a complete bellend. You know, <laughs> so I was just saying, off off the pitch with you, you nasty French person. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably he probably deserved all he got. Oh, he but did. In, in no world is it okay. <laughs> I know, but that, that's a common. <laughs> it, no, it, of course, <clears throat> it's absolutely not okay. But I don't know any right-minded person that thought it was wrong. I thought it was maybe. I thought it was fair enough. I really did. I think I if someone's if someone's they're fair game. If they're if they're really going crazy in your face like that, and of course he's already been sent off. So you've got again, you've got someone who's known to be really temperamental, and he's massive, and he's been sent off. So he's clearly fuming, and then some fucking wanker. Is you fucking can't fight off your mother's a slag in his face. What right, does he expect's right, gonna right, happen? All right, so you you change you change the accent there, Daniel. Mm. Right, and this, you're playing Burnley at, at, at North End. No, this is different. And, and Burnley, Burnley, Burnley are winning by a fluky goal <laughs> in the 94th minute, and then he, one of the Burnley players, hacks down <laughs> uh, a North End player as he's just about to score, and he gets sent off. And you're standing by the tunnel, and you go, "No, Kelly got well played." Of course, of course, there is. Of course, I know. I'd go. Mental. But if he jumps into, if he if he if he punched me in the face, I'd probably have to. I'd be very angry the next day. I probably, I probably deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm not, I'm not claiming yeah. to be some bloody saint. You know. I, <laughs> I can, you see, I can put myself in the shoes of both of those people in that mm. situation. Yeah. I can put myself in the shoes of the Palace fan. Uh, I can, I can totally understand where Cantona was coming from, but you can't. No matter what your feelings about the the, 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 the cockney you get going, ah, oh, you fucking wing, you know, French <laughs> faggot, and so on and so forth. You, under no circumstances could you actually justify. Well, justify, no. All right, justify. I understand, maybe I should understand. Yeah, I think. All right. But all also, right. uh, well, but aside from all this, whether it's right and wrong, is it not just bloody good entertainment? Oh yeah. It's oh, fantastic because I, it. yeah. I remember. After, I, I, you know, I don't know if I was. I may well have been watching the game. So it's, you get confused because you hear the I think Jonathan yeah. Pierce and the commentary so often. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I almost feel like my brain has been tricked into thrown out of the game. You should be thrown out of the game. <laughs> and um, I, I remember thinking it was that. fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's like yes. I just I really but you know sometimes people forget the so pole faced about football. It's entertainment. You know you're supposed to watch it because it makes you happy. 
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. You can follow us at IndieLiga on Twitter. If you have any comments, questions, something you want to talk about, just write it there. If you get the opportunity, a good review would be great. Five stars and whatever you listen to your podcasts on. And speak to you later. <laughs>